0: This is Physician to Physician Plant-Based Nutrition. I'm Tracy Cushing, an emergency medicine physician. I'm also a mom, a wife, four-time
1: Ironman, and I've been plant-based for 11 years. And I'm Eden English. I'm an internal medicine physician, a hiker, a ski boarder, a mom, and I've been vegan for the last five years. We're passionate about helping other doctors learn the science behind plant-based eating so they can help their patients develop sustainable, healthy eating habits. Each episode, we're breaking down the science behind plant-based eating and answering the questions we know most doctors have and most patients ask. Hey, Tracy. Hi, Eden.
0: Welcome to our brief episode about egg consumption.
1: Let's start off with a, what did you have for dinner last night, Eden? You know, since we're talking about eggs, I don't want to tell you what I had for dinner, but I want to talk about some great food we had last time I went backpacking. We found this website, Outdoor Herbivore, that creates vegan, freeze-dried sort of food, and they make this sunrise tofu scramble that you just add water. We loved it. It was fantastic. Vegan sunrise tofu scramble. So I had it for breakfast a few days this weekend. I did not have it for dinner, but it was wonderful, super easy, and very lightweight. Easy to throw right in your backpack.
0: What about you, Tracy? That's great. I will definitely have to check them out next time I go camping. Um, I am prepping for my very first colonoscopy. So my diet this week has been basically nothing but bland white food. And so I had pancakes for dinner last night because that was really all I could come up with after eating tofu for the last three days. Um, And today it's nothing but Tailwind and
1: Noon tablets and clear liquids. <laughs> now that's super fun. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say you made your pancakes without eggs, right? 100%. Yep. We
0: uh, are a little lazy. Sometimes we make the batter from scratch. We love these things called puffy pillow pancakes from the Isa Does It cookbook. They're amazing. Um, but we also love birch benders and they're plain recipe, their plain version is egg-free, dairy-free, and you just add water. So normally we sweeten it up with berries and flax seeds and chia seeds, but since I'm not allowed to eat seeds, it was just straight up plain pancakes.
1: (laughs) You know, you do what you got to do sometimes. So we're we're chatting about eggs today, eggs in particular, and essentially we want to let everyone know why some of your patients may choose not to eat eggs. We'll go over some of the data about Why eggs may not be the greatest thing in the world to eat, despite the evidence from the egg industry that they're fine. Um, They're not nearly as harmful as processed meat or red meat. We don't have the wealth of data that eggs are going to increase your mortality by 66% or anything like that. But we have a fair amount of data that they're not great for you. We have very minimal data that they improve anything at all. So mainly we're going to talk to you today about why we don't eat eggs and why your patients might not eat eggs and some suggestions for replacements.
0: That's a great start, Eden. I think, um, you know, it's true. We're not we don't have as robust data about eggs or I should say there's robust data, but it doesn't actually reach a overwhelming conclusion, right? The way red meat overwhelmingly causes colon cancers and other morbidity and mortality. There's not that overwhelming data for eggs. And so reasonably, someone could come and say, well, I don't have high cholesterol. I don't have cardiovascular disease. Maybe eggs aren't bad for my health. And to be totally transparent, they wouldn't be wrong based on the data. Um, But again, Eden and I are, are ethical vegans. And so it doesn't really matter all that much. And trust me, we tried hard to find data that said that eggs were bad for your health. But this is an evidence based podcast. And so we just really want to be transparent that we could not find as robust data to suggest that they were Flat out bad for your health. Again, nothing that suggests that they were good for your health and make sure you're not reading egg council supported research, but we could not find convincing data that you could take to a patient and say, hey, this really showed a clear link between egg consumption and Bad health in all comers. Now that's different in certain subpopulations that we'll
1: talk about, particularly for CVD. So if your patients have cardiovascular disease, the cholesterol from the eggs is not nothing. It is a huge cholesterol load if you eat the egg yolk. Um, and one of the studies that I wanted to mention, and we'll throw the the link in the pod notes, but um, it's fr- it's by Zong associations of dietary cholesterol or egg consumption with incident cardiovascular disease and mortality. This was in JAMA in twenty nineteen. And it really shows that the more eggs you eat, the worse your cholesterol is. So this study really showed that eggs do increase risk, particularly of CBD, but also of all- all-cause mortality. But it's related to the cholesterol increase. So when they normalized for cholesterol, the risk went away. But also if you normalized for egg consumption, the cholesterol risk went away. So to me, it was really showing that those eggs are causing The cholesterol to rise and the cholesterol rise is the problem, not necessarily the eggs itself, but you can't really get one without the other. And I know everybody would say, well, what about egg whites? They don't have cholesterol. And my answer for that is sort of what Tracy said earlier. You're right. Egg whites probably won't kill you. They are probably a fine thing to eat. And yet, why? They taste bland. There's nothing exciting in them. There's no fiber in them. There are better ways to get your protein. And You know, before we get too deep into why we can prove that you can do okay without eggs, there's a lot of reasons that people choose not to eat eggs. And one of the main ones is just the egg industry is not a benign industry. There is no easy way to get all of these eggs produced. Cage-free eggs are slightly better, except they have all those chickens just in a barn crammed together. The biggest thing for me, and Tracy, you may feel differently, but the biggest thing for me that's just awful about the egg industry is the culling of the male chicks. So when they try to create a new batch of chickens to lay these eggs, obviously half are going to be male. They have to wait until they're born to tell which ones are male. When they see the males, they either throw them into a shredder or gas them. They're destroyed. They can't be used for meat. They can't be used for egg laying. We slaughter over 300 million chickens in the U.S. this way. Um, And the reason is because of humans' need for egg consumption. So we're creating all of these chickens to either be eaten as eggs before they're born or slaughtered. And again, we're not talking about people that have beloved backyard
0: chickens as pets and are collecting those eggs and eating them and giving them to their neighbors and that sort of thing, right? We're talking about industrial egg production, which is both terrible for the environment and quite cruel to the animals. And so, um, you know, we're not talking about your backyard chicken coop.
1: Right. Very good call out because I know a lot of people do have backyard chickens. There's Some questionable ethics about mailing the chickens to you, but otherwise, if you have backyard chickens and you're doing well collecting your own eggs, feeding them to your family, the health risks aren't huge. And obviously, if you're taking great care of your chickens, they can be beloved members of the family and you're using their eggs. And we're not not coming down hard on that by any means, but a lot of your patients aren't gonna have backyard chickens, aren't gonna have a source of ethical eggs and are gonna wanna avoid them. So we wanna make sure that we give you the data to support not eating eggs is healthy. Eating eggs might be okay, especially in moderation or if you only eat the egg whites, but not eating eggs is also a healthy choice. So our first podcast had all of that sort of big um, long-term data on vegans being just as healthy as vegetarians, if not more healthy. So that to me calls out that you don't need the eggs to be healthy. But they also have studies that show that it's slightly worse or at least neutral. So there's a couple other study links that are big studies I'll post in the notes that showed... At best, no difference between egg eaters and non, and some slight worsening. So like I said, we don't have any data that eggs are really the health panacea. There's no need to eat these eggs. One question we do get often is, you know, what if you're starving? Would you eat eggs? Of course. If you're on a desert island and there's a bird laying eggs, go eat them. But in general, when we're living in this robust society with all these choices for for things to put on our plate— Like Tracy and I talked about, you can substitute a lot of different things for eggs. If you want eggs that are scrambled or an egg sandwich, tofu can make that. Tofu is a phenomenal substance that sort of takes whatever flavors you put in and can be made into a lot of different textures. And I eat tofu scrambles all the time. I don't even have to have outdoor herbivore make them for me. I can make my own. It takes two seconds and you can make a great breakfast. You can throw a lot of other veg in there. So you can have the egg type of substance that you want without the um, problems that come from the egg industry. And the other thing I like to mention is egg replacers for things like pancakes, things like cakes and baked goods. We've used eggs for years and years as a baking ingredient because it was convenient Um, and because it helped things rise and stick together. We can get Mark back on sometime to talk about all the wonderful ways you can replace it, but just some really simple ones. Flax meal and water mixed together makes a great egg replacer. Aquafaba, which is... Chickpea pea. So it's the juice that comes in a can of beans. Chickpeas is the most common, but you can use anything. You can also make it at home yourself by soaking dried beans. That juice um, is a thick, starchy liquid, but when you whip it, it's a great egg replacer in recipes. You can also use like applesauce, arrowroot. There's tons of replacers. So we really don't need eggs for anything. It's just what we've gotten used to using for these things.
0: It's a great point, Eden. A lot of people will say, well, how do you bake without eggs? And it's actually quite easy. It's one of the easier things I found. Replacing actual eggs and getting that texture and sort of eggy flavor has been a little more difficult. And the just egg, which is the commercially prepared stuff that basically comes in a bottle and you can scramble it like eggs, is a decent substitute, I think, but baking without eggs is not difficult at all. And we found there are many, many easy ways to replace that. So, you know, I think on on a scale of dietary changes, if someone was going to replace all of their red meat with eggs, I would say, unless you have high cholesterol, that's probably not bad for your health, or you're going to stop red meat and eat only poultry and eggs. That's better for your health. Still not great, but better. And so catching people wherever they are in that continuum and then making those slow incremental changes is important. And I think eggs are probably quite low on the scale of foods that we want to impress upon people are actually actively detrimental to their health Um, because it's a lot better than eating pepperoni or sausage,
1: Absolutely. And it's one of the last things that I really try to go after. But if they're really having trouble, especially getting their cholesterol down, talking about how many eggs they're eating can be a factor. But absolutely what Tracy's saying is true. If they're replacing processed meat with eggs, that is so much better. Even better to replace it with plants. So if you can just keep nudging in that direction, more plants, eggs, the egg industry likes to say that each egg only has 70 to 90 calories. But I don't know how many people ever eat just a single egg in a sitting. That's not the common intake for Americans. Most of us are served three at a time, at least two, and we eat this several times a day. So it, it really can end up being a lot of saturated fat and a lot of cholesterol if you don't really moderate your egg consumption. But it's better than red meat or processed meat. Even better if you can keep going and find some plant substitutes for those. I did think it was
0: interesting. Two of the studies, the um, the Musavi study and the Zong study, both found um, an increased risk of mortality from cancer in with increased egg consumption. And I don't really know, you know, they didn't really parse out sort of where cholesterol fell in those groups. But I did think that was sort of interesting because it's not one of the things you typically think of as being increased by high cholesterol foods. So I thought that was an interesting
1: little tidbit um, from
0: these articles.
1: I thought so too. I mean, it was interesting and it was across several articles that it had the increase in cancer mortality. It was slight, but it was statistically significant. So, you know, it's interesting and more research should be done. One problem with the research is a lot of the research in this space has been done by the egg industry. um, And they compare things like eating one egg a day to eating three eggs a day to show that it's not that much worse. When what we really want to look at is replacing all of that egg with something that we think is healthier like plants. Um, So there definitely needs to be more research in this space to help know how to guide our patients better. But I think our main message is If your patients are avoiding eggs, that is fine. There are plenty of ways to get nutrients. The protein in eggs is easily replaceable by plant sources. Um, There's nothing in the eggs that we can't get from other sources. Um, So certainly it is safe for your patients to avoid eggs. Don't push them to eat eggs. Um, And, you know, if they are eating eggs and don't want to quit maybe that's the last thing we should fight them over except fish which we'll talk about in the next episode
0: but definitely if you're taking a statin or have any issues with cardiovascular disease or high cholesterol it there was clearly a, an increased risk in mortality with increased egg consumption and you know egg yolk consumption and so i think that is important to let specifically that population of patients know this can actually be bad for your health and you might want to think about alternative protein replacements, particularly plants, which are beneficial in cardiovascular
1: disease. Lots of fiber, which Americans are deficient in. So let's eat more of the good stuff, more plants. Exactly. Well, I can't wait to try that tofu scramble,
0: Eden. I'm going to head to my local REI and see if I can find that. Oh, so good.
1: I can't wait to talk to you next week about fish. I watched salmon spawning in Alaska this
0: week and it was pretty incredible. And um, I went out on a fishing boat with friends of mine. So I'll have to tell you all about it in the next episode. This is Tracy and Eden signing off. Less meat means less disease. Go have a happy plant-based day.